Hey, everybody, and welcome to the latest Wednesday Wisdom. This is my weekly series where I go live on Instagram and talk to you about a concept of leadership that I see as important for highly sensitive people to embody and understand so they can become the leaders that can go out and change the world because <laughs> we need you guys. So um, in past ones, I've talked about energy work. I've talked about nervous system impact. And today, um, and you can go onto my Instagram and you can find them all pinned into a series. They're called the Wednesday Wisdom Series. And today I want to talk about one of the concepts that I think is probably the most important to leadership, and that's self-leadership. So I'm going to break down today what the hell is self-leadership? What do I mean when I say that? Um, how do we begin to lead ourselves, our internal parts, and why this is incredibly important for anybody who desires to become a leader in the world around us, right? Because I'm talking about leading ourselves internally and doing that in an authentic and powerful way so then we can become leaders externally in the world. Because I think it's really hard to become to be a really powerful, authentic, impactful, confident leader of other people, other teams, in organizations, if you haven't learned the the basis of of leading yourself and your internal parts. So what do I mean by self-leadership? So for me, I learned the concept of self-leadership through a psychological healing approach called Internal Family Systems that was created by a fellow named Dick Schwartz. And he's got amazing books. Um, you can Google Internal Family Systems. Um, his latest book is No Bad Parts. It's a really great read. So the concept of internal family systems is that internally, each of us in our psyche, in our emotions, in our heart, in our mind, or our soul, or however you want to uh, consider it, we have a multiplicity of parts inside of us. We have a part that may be really ambitious, but we also may have a part that's really scared. <laughs> we may have a part that's an overworker. We may have a part that is um, young and scared. And intuitively, we all know this. So having a multiplicity of parts is a normal human thing. It's not anything like having a multiple personality disorder. It's simply the natural way of being a human. And you can see it reflected in any of the language that we use, right? We may see a part of me wants to do this, but a part of me is super scared. A part of me wants to go to that party, but a part of me just wants to stay home. A part of me knows I need to stop, but a part of me just keeps working and I can't do it, right? So intuitively in each of us, we have what I kind of think of as a village of parts. And this is, you know, this is what it's like to be a human, right? There's not just like one thing going on inside of us. We're working with an entire village of emotional parts, um, personality parts. The way internal family systems classifies these parts is they put it into uh, three categories. So you can either have a part that's what's called a firefighter, a part that's called a manager, or a part that's called an exile. And when you're doing this kind of work, which can be generally referred to as parts work, it's very common in the therapeutic and healing world, but I think applies to the leadership world as well. When you're doing this kind of work, um, your parts will fall in one of these three categories. Most common parts that we have are managers. So these may be the parts of us that struggle to set boundaries, um, that struggle to stop overworking, that struggle to, um, oop, sorry, my Instagram just disconnected. I hope I come back. Okay. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. 
it's, a, it's always like a little bit living out in the middle of nowhere with a rural broadband connection can always be a little bit of a dicey game. I think we're back though. So hopefully this has continued. Um, so the managers are kind of the parts that are working really, 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 really hard, right? And they may be difficult for you to stop doing. Like you may want to rest and slow down, but there may be part of you that says, that's not safe. We have to keep working. There may be a part of you that wants to set better boundaries, but the person, the part inside of you that's uh, like, doesn't feel like it's safe to do that and is actually protecting a different part will be like, no, 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 we, we have to say yes to everything, right? So those are the manager parts. The firefighter parts are like the things that come in, the parts that like are like there is an urgent situation going on and we have to like shut down the whole system. So those are the kind of parts that really can lead to some self-destructive behavior. Sometimes um, the parts that need us to be addicted to substances live under here. Um, and then we have the exiles. And those are usually the parts of us that are young, that are hurt, that have been really wounded and are really sensitive at some capacity. And so all of these parts are kind of working in tandem. And when we're feeling stuck or like our life isn't going the way we want to, usually what's happening is that our parts are um, in conflict with each other or they're carrying burdens that are not serving them anymore. So when we're doing parts work, and if you're doing it according to the internal family system way, you are working on unburdening these parts. So you're showing them, you're talking to them, it's safe to put down their worries, their burdens. You're showing them how you're going to come into safety, how you're going to take care of yourself, how you're going to validate their emotions, their struggles, their pain, right? And then one of the most important parts of IFS is the concept that we all have a capital S self. So when we're not in the throes of some of these other parts that make up our little bit of village, every human has inside of us a capital S self. And this is the part of self that is what you maybe refer to as your higher self. It is the part that sometimes we can access it. We just know that this is who we are at our core. We are, and there are qualities of self, and I'll go over, over those too. And so when we're entering the concept of self-leadership, how I really think of it and how I really teach it is that we are stepping more and more into capital S self qualities, spending more and more time there. And the more and more time we're in capital S self, the more time we are validating, listening to, paying attention, and helping out our other internal parts that might be struggling, that might be really tired, that might not know how to stop doing the behaviors that are no longer serving them and us. So I think the concept of self-leadership is so important because if you cannot lead yourself internally, if you cannot listen to the parts of you that are struggling, if you cannot help the parts of you that need help, if you cannot validate your own emotions, if you cannot give yourself really good self-care, if you cannot be a compassionate leader of self of all of your parts, then how in the world can you expect to be an authentic, powerful, impactful leader of other people outside of you? right? I really believe that when we shift the internal world, things in the external world shift in the ways that we desire. And so when we become self-led leaders, when we attend to our parts, when we help our parts, when we listen to our parts, when we become like the CEO of self, but like a really amazing CEO, (laughs) right? Like a caring, compassionate, uh, wonderful, calm, confident CEO, we're not dismissing our parts, 
we're not just saying, well, you just need to shut up and get over it. (laughs) Right. And that's how many of us are talking to ourselves, right? You're just going to have to deal with it. Why are you so lazy? Why can't you stop this one habit? Ugh! Remember that time five years ago when you said that embarrassing thing at that party? You're such a loser. So we have to reflect in the ways in which we are paying attention to and talking to our different parts right now. And would we want to be that kind of leader to other people? And I'm going to bargain that most of us would say the way we talk to ourselves right now is not the kind of leader that we would hope to be externally to other people. You know, we all, especially highly sensitive people, we struggle with, you know, a large amount of inner critic imposter syndrome, um, struggling with shame, struggling with like fear of being like struggling with people pleasing or setting boundaries, um, negative self-talk, right? And so you have to think of yourself like that is how you are currently leading yourself is the way you are treating yourself talking to yourself, validating your own emotions or invalidating your own emotions. Is that the way a powerful, generous, admirable leader would act in the world? Most of the time, the answer is no. So if you want to become a powerful, authentic, external leader of other people, of organizations, of team members, then the place you do really need to start is in this concept of self-leadership. So that starts by learning to embody the qualities of self more and more, and I'll go over those. But it also starts by being, by listening to what's going on in you internally, right? If you have parts that are struggling, you have parts that are saying nasty things to you, parts that don't know how to say no, parts that are wounded and sad, it's possible that you think the best way to get over this is to ignore those parts and shove them down. And that's not how we need to go about this, right? So think of again at the work metaphor. So if you have people at work who are struggling, they're sad, they're burdened, they are, are really just flailing around trying to get your attention saying something is not working here, and your response would be like, well, just go away. Like, this isn't really a problem. I don't, I want, I want to pretend that this isn't real. That is not how a leader acts, right? And so we have to think about how would a leader act to our internal parts. So how do we begin to do parts work in this way that is going to let our parts feel heard, feel validated, feel like part of the conversation, allow them to put down some of their burdens that they're carrying? Oh, thanks, Manon. That's so nice. Um, And then how can we step more into the self-led qualities? So this is a process. This doesn't happen overnight. The very first step is just general awareness. So I want you to start naming and becoming aware of your parts, right? So when you are in a state of frustration, of anger, of sadness, of grief, of irritation, of overworking, of not being able to say no, of imposter syndrome, begin to name and separate those parts from each other and from you, right? So say you get an email and it's midnight and it's from your boss and you're like, I have to respond right now or something bad is going to happen. That might be your people pleasing part, right? And so that's not you. That's a part of you. And you can just name it and say, hey, okay, I see you. You're scared right now. And you think we have to respond immediately to this email at midnight. What's going on, right? And you can talk out loud to yourself. You can journal to this part. You can simply just say, I see you, I I hear your fears, and let's have a conversation, right? 
So that's just the very first part It's like awareness of this concept and beginning to separate and name some of these parts that are doing some of these behaviors that may may be a struggle for you in terms of leadership, right? And again, it's not about shoving down these parts, ignoring them, invalidating them. It's the opposite. It's listening and saying like, hey, I notice you're struggling. Like, what can I do? What is actually going on here? The next part is really just like cultivating self leadership, right? So we have all these other parts that are running around. They're burdened, they're scared, they're tired, they're overworking, they're keeping us stuck in patterns that don't serve us. But every single one of us has a capital S self. It's absolutely true. It's just, it's there in humans. Richard Schwartz and all of his research and his many, many decades of teaching internal family systems has never not found a self in a person. And so we all have that higher self quality. It may be covered up. It may be um, the other parts that are here may be louder. And so we may not feel like we can really access it, but each one of us has a higher self. And so learning to step more into capital S self is an important part of becoming a self-led person, right? So as Schwartz did his research and other people did research in internal family systems, they have named eight qualities of self um, and five other parts. And they kind of give them these cute names. So there's eight C's of the core self and the five P's. So when you're feeling these qualities that I'm about to list, you can know that that is your authentic self, okay? So the eight C's of the self according to internal family systems are calmness, curiosity, clarity, compassion, confidence, courage, creativity, and connectedness, okay? And then there are five additional P's that they've incorporated. These are also qualities that capital S self has. Patience, perspective, presence, playfulness, and persistence. Okay. So that's just a starting point. The self can have more qualities than that, but those are kind of the core qualities of this higher self part that we're trying to bring online more and more. So this is how you become a self-led leader. Okay, you begin to become, step into awareness of your current parts. Separate them from your current identity, right? Know that they are not you. Um, they are a part of you. And in a lot of times, they need some validation and they need some help. And most of the times, we think the strategy for dealing with those parts is ignoring them or shaming them. But again, I want you to come back to a leader in the real world. If this leader in the real world was having a team that was really struggling, would they be an authentic and impactful leader if they said, you just need to get over it? Go away. I don't want to deal from you. Why can't you just be different, right? So you have to start to consider the way you speak to yourself and to these parts as you step more and more into self-leadership. Okay, so becoming aware of your different parts, naming them, starting to treat them, listen to them, right? The best way I can do this is, is journaling. So I'll often name that I have a part. Oh, hey, resentful part, right? I see you, what's on your mind? And I kind of channel that resentful part or whatever other part and I let them write through everything that's truly on their mind, like the deep truth of it. And then we enter in a conversation and I try to write back from capital S self and really listen to them as if I were a leader in a company listening to one of my, you know, employees who was struggling, having that kind of conversation, right? And I try to embody the self qualities. So, and then after that, 
what you want to work on is embodying more of the capital S self qualities, the eight C's and the five P's. And you can Google those for a list. But again, I'll say them the eight C's of the self are calmness, curiosity, clarity, compassion, confidence, courage, creativity, and connectedness. And the five P's are patience, perspective, presence, playfulness, and persistence. So this is a process that happens over time, right? This is not something where you go like that overnight and you're like a self-led leader (laughs) and you just are like, wow, I'm capital S self all the time. Hot tip, nobody is in capital S self all the time because we have human qualities. We all have parts. We're all struggling with something at one time or another. But the process of becoming a true self-led leader is that you learn to lead your internal organization, basically. And you do it in the manner that you would want to do it in the external world as a leader. Because if you can't treat yourself internally and all of your parts internally with the kind of compassion, clarity, connectedness, calmness, and confidence that you would want and aspire to treat people outside of yourself, then you're never really going to be able to step into that true leadership of other people externally, right? If you can't do it internally, you can't authentically do it externally. And this is why, you know, growth and self-help and self-development and personal growth, stuff like that, is so critical to people who are going to be true leaders, who are really going to step up in the world and be able to lead in this powerful, impactful, confident, but also compassionate, gentle, and validating way, right? So I hope this was a little bit helpful. It's fun to talk about. Um, I love parts work. I love IFS. If you're looking for more resources, Google Richard Schwartz. He is the creator of Internal Family Systems. He's been on a million podcasts. He's written at least a couple of books. And the most recent one is called No Bad Parts. And actually, what's really fascinating is in No Bad Parts, he shows how he is training people to use this kind of work to help social justice activists and leaders too. And so it is like, this is its leadership work to do this kind of work. Um, And I, I can't overstate it enough how important I think it is. So you can Google parts work, Google Richard, uh, Richard Schwartz, Google IFS, read no bad parts. It's great places to start. Um, and you can make sure to enroll on the waitlist for the Highly Sensitive uh, Person Leadership Academy or HLA, which is opening in September. We have the leadership now. Uh, we have, sorry, we have the waitlist now. And you want to get on the waitlist because you're going to get discounts. You're going to get behind the scenes content. I'm going to be doing a three-day like summit in August or September that's going to focus on a lot of, and it's going to be completely free, but only if you're on the waitlist. And you can get on that at katherinedandrews.com slash HLA. But self-leadership is going to be a foundational concept of what we're going to teach in HLA. So I'm going to teach you deeper concepts about how to come into capital S self and how to begin like interacting as if you were like, the CEO of your internal boardroom, village, whatever you kind of want to call those parts, right? Because that is, it's so critical for authentic leadership. Because when you are self-led, when you are leading yourself, when you can manage your parts in a beautiful, confident, validating, shame-free, like open communicative way, like you're truly listening to these parts, that does manifest in the external world. And it, it, creates a leadership quality in you that other people can sense. They can tell that this person is in integrity. And that's what I'll end on today, that like self-leadership, you can tell when somebody is like a leader with integrity and authenticity because of how they are with themselves, right? Like how do they treat themselves? How do they believe in themselves? How do they validate themselves? How do they talk to themselves? And if you go through the concept of parts work, 
and stepping into self-leadership through becoming in congruence with your own parts and stepping more into the qualities of capital S self, that just it radiates outward for external leadership. And I think that's what we're, we're all aiming for, right? I know if you're a highly sensitive person, you are a deeply uh, integral person. You want integrity, you want authenticity. And parts work and self-leadership is a beautiful path to get there. So I hope this was useful. I hope you like my new art in my office. (laughs) And this was so fun. And I'll see you next Wednesday for another Wednesday Wisdom. If there's anything you would like to see me cover that relates to leadership or any other topics, I would love to do that for you. So just drop a comment or DM me here. And I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye.